Greetings, creeps, and welcome to Horror Girl Problems, the podcast. Thanks for listening, Mom and Nephew Noah. On today's quickie, I am so excited to talk about The Dark and the Wicked hitting Shudder today. This one made nearly everybody's top of 2020 list, and for very good reason. Quick little synopsis for you, not my words. On a secluded farm, a man is bedridden and fighting through his final breaths while his wife slowly succumbs to overwhelming grief. Siblings return home to help, but it doesn't take long for them to see that something's wrong with mom, something more than her heavy sorrow. Gradually, they begin to suffer a darkness similar to their mother's, marked by waking nightmares and a growing sense that an evil entity is taking over their family. This one is certainly one of the scariest, most disturbing movies that I watched last year. I guess the word that I would use for this is ominous. As I was watching, like, I I was scared, there was a fear, but that fear turned into, like, this hardened ball of anxiety inside of me, and then that was just, like, spreading throughout me like a tar. And that's truly the best description that I have for it, is that it was just spreading. So by the end, I just felt like, ugh, like, ugh. (laughs) So much so that on the day that I was watching this, my plan was to do a kind of horror movie binge. I was... It was towards the end of the year, and I was trying to play catch up on some of the main titles that I missed. So I had intended this big binge. I think this was maybe the first one that I watched uh, that morning. And I just, I, I was just, I just felt so dire that I could not bring myself to watch anything else on my list that day, or at that moment at least. Um, I needed a palate cleanser. So after The Dark and the Wicked, I threw on Eurovision, which was honestly a perfect palate cleanser for that. If you want a feel-good movie, this ain't it. But if you feel like shit after you watch, may I recommend Eurovision as a definitely feel-good movie and palate cleanser. So as I'm watching and having all these ominous, dark, tar-like feelings inside, um, I realize that this is a Brian Bertino film, and he also did The Strangers, which also left me feeling a very similar way. It just was dark and ominous and this like feeling of hopelessness seeping in. Actually, I think when I watched The Strangers, I think I saw that in the theater with my little sister. And I think there was a certain point where we just kind of looked at each other like we didn't know if we could actually sit through the rest of that movie. We did. We did not end up leaving. And I I think it's a great movie. But again, he's just so fucking effective at this particular kind of tear. It builds and builds and builds. It's different than jump scares and music cues, which I love. I have so much fun with that kind of stuff. But this is like a like a deeply existential dread and awful, ominous, dark, tar-like tear that just plants a seed inside of you and then it just flowers into just awfulness. I say this as a compliment, by the way. <laughs> it sounds I don't this sounds like a con because it's like, well, who the fuck would want to feel like that? But for a filmmaker to be able to instill those kinds of feelings into the audience, like, wow, like that is fucking talent. That is a rare, rare thing. That is not easy to do. I love horror films. I consume them, I devour them. I have a lot of fun with them. There's things that make me cringe, there are things that make me scared, but there are very few movies that that make me need a palate cleanser afterwards and just feel, it makes me feel in a way that I couldn't even describe at first. Like I just knew that I felt off. I felt weird. I felt like shit. 
And then I realized it was kind of just on this verge of just like all this just like anxiousness and like a panic inside. I don't know how he does it, but he does. So, Brian, you fucked me up. You made me feel awful. Feel like shit. Two for two. Well played. That is The Dark and the Wicked now streaming on Shudder. Check it out, but don't say I didn't warn you, and use that palate cleanser if you need it. I also recently watched The Stylist, Jill Gavargizian's new feature film based on her short, which follows a lonely stylist who turns obsessive and murderous. This one has a really cool look to it, interesting characters, and how often do we get female slashers, you know? They're few and far between. You can check out The Stylist short film on YouTube for free, and then The Stylist, the feature, is basically an extension of that story in that universe, and that hits the Arrow streaming service on March 1st. Also, Monday, March 1st, 10 a.m. Pacific, I believe, I will be hosting a live chat on Instagram Live with Jill. So send in your questions to Fangoria, DM those, hit them up on Twitter, um, send in your questions, and I will ask Jill on Monday. So come hang out with us for that. Check out the short, The Stylist, on YouTube. And then, of course, check out the feature streaming on Arrow's platform on March 1st as well. This week, I've been diving into destination horror for a little bit of a research for a project that I'm working on. Pleasure and research. So thank you to everyone who sent in suggestions. I'm working my way through that list. A lot of good stuff on there. I watched The Ruins for the first time. That was a hell of a lot better than I was expecting, actually. Not that I was expecting it to be bad. It was on my radar when it came out. I think maybe I wanted to see it and for some reason just didn't and then totally forgot about it. But that was a pleasant surprise. I really enjoyed that. And also, it is a perfect PSA for the thing that I constantly am advocating for. Everybody should know how to drive stick shift. Even if you don't need to drive it every day, but you just need to know how to operate a manual transmission vehicle should you ever find yourself in a situation where that is the only vehicle available. You need to know how to do this. I will give you lessons if you need to, but everyone should know how to drive stick shift. Okay. End rant, end PSA. I also watched Spring for the first time based on your suggestions and I fucking loved it. So thank you for that one. I am a horror girl, but first and foremost, I am a romantic. So that one was right up my alley because it's essentially a love story with horror elements. A romantic horror, if you will. Also, it initially made me wary of romantic flings abroad. But by the end, I was like, no, nah, I think I'm back on board with this. If anything, maybe in a weird way for me, it's encouraged romantic flings abroad. All right, that's all I got. As always, thank you so much for listening. Please rate, comment, subscribe, share with friends, all that good stuff. Give me a call, leave a voicemail, let me know your thoughts. 323-457-3963, hotline bling. And let me know if it's okay to play that, if it's okay to air your voice on the podcast. And I'll catch you next week for some more spooky shit. Spooky shit.